Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube. Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour One of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the Doctrinaires, man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews, lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher, the man behind the glass, George Clark, and the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. Wishing a very happy 81st birthday to our president, Joe Biden. Oh, look at that. You're 81. <laughs> you're 81 years young there, Joe. 81 years young. God bless him. Look at him. Look at him. How you feeling, 81? Uh, feeling all 81. Yeah? Every day I feel young and spry. <laughs> And I'm about ready to retire. No, 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 you're not. You're about ready to go out there and, uh, you know, hit the circuit and try to get reelected. What circuit? You know, you got to go out there. You got to go state to no, state. No, 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 look, I say I'm going to retire. I got to step down. I got to spend time with all my grandkids, uh, even the ones that are, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to work know. out that way. A lot of people do believe that you should retire. I don't think you're in agreement with a lot of people, but uh, no, no, no. Run if I look. Yeah. You know, I would love to retire, spend the last couple of years with Dr. Jill and the grandkids, but what's, who's going to take over? Well, the American people would decide that. They would decide who the <laughs> they next did last time. Barry Obama did. That's, here you go. You're vice president. Uh, Kamala. Kamala Harris. Oh, Kamala. She'd it's be great. Me. I'm the vice president of the United States. <laughs> God, Lord. We, 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 but she'd be great. She'd Isn't be that great. Funny? Isn't that funny, Joe? That's funny, Kamala. It's hilarious. She's She's the funny. Vice I know. It's hilarious. Me, Kamala Harris. <laughs> I think it's really important. <laughs> it's very important. That's right. There's two of them. Hey, uh, uh, Kabbalah, what 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 does the vice mm. what does it mean to be the vice president? Like what what is that what is that? Well, I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. To be the vice president is one important job. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like filling, you know, filling gas in your tank. I mean, it's much more than that. It's much more than that. Isn't that funny what she said? Is that funny thing she uh, said? She's funny. You know, Let me vice. tell you. Wait, hang on a minute, Kamala. I want to say. Okay. No, Go no, ahead. it's Kamala. We did it, Joe. Carmela. We're doing it, Joe. Carmela. <laughs> She's really good in the Sopranos. But let me say, when you're vice president, you get to go bully countries like Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, get tell, money from them. Tell them what to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, Carmela, you got a kid that does <laughs> drugs? <laughs> He's always playing video games. <laughs> yeah, Never getting God out of the house. Him. God bless her. How old are you? 17? 
No, no, this is your vice president. This is your vice president. No, She's... I'm the, Joe. It's me. It's Kamala. Are we going to go party to Turkey? President. Yeah. <laughs> party, it's my birthday. Isn't that funny, Kamala? Did you pop go... out of a cake or oh, what? No. Joe. Now, let me, I want to tell you something. <laughs> to be vice president, yeah. you've got to be me. Well, and if you're president. not me, then you're not the vice president. At least not yet. I was. <laughs> but you know what, but Joe? Wait. If you decide to resign, you know, I'll, I'll step up. You know? <laughs> I'm ready to go. She I'll ready. take I'll, those I'll, two circles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they'll get pushed together. I'm down with it. Diagram. And you know how much I love those. <laughs> you love. It's hilarious. You do love Venn diagrams. Don't if you? I were to resign today, uh, Carmela Harris would be president. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, you know. And I'm happy I to could, do that. I'd be stepping into some big shoes. I really would be. Actually, about size I twelve. <laughs> Listen, you had your own little birthday message for yourself that you Who did. Uh, you did, Joe. Listen to this. And by the way, I, it's my birthday today, and they can actually sign birthday. Wait, <laughs> stop. Sang like, banger. <laughs> what in the hell did he just say? He said my, sang banger. <laughs> they sang bang birthday. By the way, I, it's my birthday today, and they can actually sign birthday. They sang back. Claude Akins. I just want you to know it's difficult turning 60. Uh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that the creepiest? <laughs> is that the creepiest laugh you ever? Heard? Was that added in? No, that's no, him. That's that was him. that wasn't from a previous thing. No. That's what kids hear in the closet at night. <laughs> <laughs> Why they run out of living room? We love to laugh, don't we, Joe? We love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Man, eighty-one. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing to worry about in this country, so no, let's just yo, laugh. It's quite quite <laughs> obvious that we are in very, very good hands. Very solid hands. Did you pardon it's the turkey? You did pardon the turkeys today? What turkey? <laughs> pardon two turkeys today, there's Joe. A turkey. There's President two- Erdogan is coming over to the United States. We're gonna figure no, out what to pardon your That's a country of turkey. No, you pardoned uh you know, it's a little thing you do every year, Thanksgiving, it's a little bit of fun. Uh, I believe oh, the turkey that you eat. I don't know uh, if you remember this, but you were just there. So. The National Turkey presentation is, and pardon. Can we make it seven words in a row? That's all I'm asking as a citizen of the United States of America. The National Turkey pardon <laughs> is tradition. That back to there. Abe Lincoln did it with an axe. Oh, at least we're in good hands as we have two wars being... Uh, Engineered by these folks. Hey, both Liberty and Bell are doing quite well after this. The National Turkey presentation and pardon marks the unofficial start of the holiday season. We're here in Washington. Worse. Time to share joy and gratitude and have a little bit of fun. I hereby pardon Liberty and Bell. Now, congratulations, birds. You don't need anything after that. <laughs> can, we, can we please keep that? <laughs> Congratulations, birds. Congratulations, birds. <laughs> this, these people are running our country. So I mean, nobody's cheered like that since tour with Britney Spears. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> so, you have that? Yeah, we do have that. Now, what was he speaking on, on where he mixed up? 
Yeah, he mixes up he mixes up the Taylor Swift Eras tour and the Beyonce Renaissance tour with Britney Spears. Well, somehow. I think as, as I, I, I I do speak Biden, and so I think that <laughs> old man. I think what he's trying to I think the joke had to do with not a joke, not a joke, <laughs> no joke. The re, no the joke. Re, I think that it was supposed to be a joke about the Renaissance tour with Beyonce and the Eras tour with Taylor Swift. And then he just sort of messed it all up, and somehow it, it landed on Britney Spears. I don't know how. could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance Tour or, or, or yep. Britney's Tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Huh? Look. <laughs> Look, so you know that these are these people behind us. Listen, Mr. President, we're losing the young people, so we need you to make references to Taylor Swift. She's uh, she's she's very popular with 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 the kids, and of course, the last time that you were cognizant, Mr. President, uh, Britney Spears was the uh, pop tart. No car, yeah. no cap. Yeah, there you go. No cap. You got to start speaking to the kids. That's what no, it's all about. But that's one thing you put on top is Mark, Mark, Mark. This is DJ Marshmallows. <laughs> Congratulations, birds. Birds. Congratulations, birds. <laughs> this man has his finger on the nuclear button. Before everything yeah, blows up. Guys, <laughs> before the world blows up. Birds. This wasn't even the worst moment that happened. This this all happened today. This weekend, this moment happened while he was talking to a young girl uh, at a campaign event. Listen to this. And I love your ears. Stop. I Stop love- right there. No, I love Hold on. Ears. Wait a minute. I just need to go over here and vomit. And then I can come back. Oh, what? Congratulations, Is there something ears. about her ears? <laughs> I don't know. Did she have She big, had like pointy, like did, elf ears? Did she have or... uh, earrings that were spectacular? Yeah. Or... You look like Spock. And I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful <gasps> name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? Six. Six! Oh. Your Honor, I thought she was 17. She all said the, she was 17. All the kids. That's under the age legal age in Delaware. I know the legal age of every state in America. <laughs> you, and, you and your son go on road trips. Age of consent. Day. That's the first yeah. thing I told Hunter. I said, make sure you know the age of consent. Where you go? Congratulations, birds. <laughs> Happy birthday. You have beautiful ears. <laughs> How old are you? Forty. Oh my say. goodness gracious! We are so screwed. You might All as well just. All the kids under the age of fifteen, come on up here. That's yeah, my name. <laughs> they were in the state. They were in some state where fifteen was the legal limit. Okay, so yeah. Now we know wherever he is, he'll say he'll ask somebody yeah. about their ages of consent. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a lovable character. Uh, Doug Turbull is watching Big. Trump. Sorry about that. I uh, I have been ignoring the news. Or... Well, I was so wrapped up in that college basketball game that played rather instead of the Von Hessler Doctrine, I just couldn't get over that all weekend long. So much like the audience, I'll be using today's show to catch up on the news. Let's do it together. All right, what is uh, what's happening with the Atlanta Falcons? This is not a sports show, by the way. Want to get that out there right now? Then you are not tuned into a sports show. But I do have to ask this question. Congratulations, birds. <laughs> <laughs> you Maybe, won't be hearing that the rest oh of the man, season. Oh man, the Falcons! Maybe he's uh, 
It's either Falcons or Eagles. Or um, Doves. Cardinals. You like the Doves? Is that your, the Chicago Doves? Chicago Doves are banks as a flanker back. High you, school. You were a flanker back. <laughs> yeah. That was so long ago that the position really doesn't exist anymore. It really flew down the field. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I did not expect to see this uh, when I came in, that uh, Desmond Ritter is now back to being the starting quarterback. That the, is correct. Um, would there be any reasoning behind that? I mean, nothing is Desmond Ritter. And I realize, uh, I don't like to... I think um, sports analysis is really getting out of hand because people are losing all, all their money with the, with all the gambling. It's getting so out of people control. are being too cruel with these athletes, so I don't want to be cruel with Desmond Ritter. I'll just say maybe maybe he's going to be great, but he's not there now. And you have a... I mean, does anybody think that right now, let's not talk about ceilings. I mean, if you're on the defense of Falcons, who would you rather take the field with, Heineke or Ritter right now. And again, I'm not beating up on Desmond Ritter. He's very young in his career. Some some people sometimes it takes a while. Hey, Josh Dobbs been around for like 4 years and all of a sudden he's looking like he might be a bona fide starter. I don't know. So what is the thinking here? You've just you've already switched once and now you're going to switch back to Desmond Ritter? I think the thought is now he's officially healthy again. Maybe he wasn't he was kind of rattled in that Tennessee game a little bit and, and right. just wasn't disclosed Tennessee, in medical reports. Tennessee, by the way, has turned out to be a terrible team. Right. And we look awful for losing that game. We look awful for losing Arizona, we being the Falcons. And I think that the road is kind of set up for him, right? Like if he wins and wins the NFC South, but you got an then NFC, he gets the job. But you got an NFC South that is, you know, Tampa Bay lost again. Yeah. Carolina is Carolina is not even a if you know how the uh, how they do in soccer uh, in in Europe like like the Panthers would have been knocked out of the pro rank they would have been knocked down to XFL yeah yeah they'd be be in the uh, the XFL for a while so you relegated you still got a chance with in a weak division if we beat the Saints this weekend we're in first place so I don't. And that's likely because the Saints aren't that good either. But exactly. I guess I guess you could look at it if you're Arthur Blank, you know, and Arthur Smith, the two Arthurs. You could okay, no matter about the division, it's we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, right? So I guess you could look at it that way. I think we can. It's wide open. Well, you're Jared Yamamoto. <laughs> you're, <nuts. laughs> you're Jared Yamamoto, and uh, I don't think that it, you're talking about getting past like the Eagles and the Cowboys and the 49ers, 49ers. If I could use my mouth correctly. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think's behind it? Is that so? That's just it. Yeah, like, I think the thought process. Let's see what he's got. But it sort of seems like you're kind of going, well, whatever happens, happens. Basically, his fate is in front of him. If the Falcons end up losing a lot, they're going to draft a quarterback. If the Falcons end up winning a lot, then he is the quarterback, and they I draft. I think that uh, everybody there, from Arthur Smith and everybody else in that coaching staff, just needs to start thinking about: Am I going to have a job? Yeah, and well, just you're supposed to play the best players at every position no matter what now if you got a number one like if you took somebody number one overall yeah i mean look at the jets you're you think that they feel good about yeah we stuck with zach <laughs> i mean it, it, it's i don't know desmond ritter could sit behind somebody maybe get uh i don't know who's still out there carson wentz is already signed somewhere where do you go colin kaepernick I'm talking about people who can play football in 2023. The way I look at it, guys, is this could be the storybook ending for Desmond Ritter right here. It could be. This could be where he turns it around. We win seven straight. 
and we go through the playoffs and end up making the Super Bowl. So st- maybe it happens. Here. So story storybook beginnings and endings are the same to you? Not necessarily. If we if we win the Super Bowl, then how about that? That would be we'll, quite a story. We'll all live happily ever after. We certainly that will. That sounds like a fairy tale to me. Uh, <laughs> Doug Turple is staying with Big Q. Autumn Fisher, step forward. Your name's yes. being called. Yes, sir. I know you like these uh, reality shows, and I don't know which ones you like, and I know it's you're like loyal to one network or something. <laughs> I don't know. Bravo, right? Is it Bravo? Was it? Bravo. Okay, so you hate the TLC shows. Is there like some sort of war? Between, I, is this like uh, the Bloods and the Crips, TLC against you Bravo? You know, I've been expanding. I've been expanding a little bit. I've been watching clips of uh, Sister Wives on TikTok oh, wow. that I'm really into. What a life. Is that, oh, is that, a, is that a TLC yeah, thing? Well, it's nice to know that you're still open-minded. You, know, you can't go through life closed-minded. You have to be open to... Yeah. You know, I mean, if you like really, really, really bad shows, you have to be open to other bad shows. You don't want to be a closed person. So um, my yeah. wife likes to watch the show Southern Charm. And I... Oh, sure. I... I yeah. Do you watch this one? My wife watches that too. Okay, I wandered into I the living room. I had to stop watching it early on because it was just too dark. They don't swear enough. Can I just say this? This is I'm going to tell you from my point of view. And my wife is always like, "Well, it's a guilty pleasure." And then and so we're watching this thing. And she's like, "Well, she married and she was with him." And so they're all like mm-hmm. trust fund kids. None of them have ever done a damn thing. A damn There's thing a in their life. That have, oh, why? Because of, most oh, of them are. Most yeah. of the dudes, especially, are all like trust fund kids. Yeah. Okay. So I'm watching <laughs> this, and I'm, and I'm just thinking to myself, these are the most unlikable human beings. These are terrible <laughs> people. These are terrible people. Why? And, and then I was like, well, it's just interesting to. It's, it's, it'd be like having hit to me. It'd be like having Hitler on a reality show and going, oh, you know, it's interesting to me. It's a guilty pleasure. It's like, these Come on, people... what was the History Channel before it turned into anything else but the Hitler Channel? That was documentaries that were telling you about okay, battles in well, history. that's your version. That's a reality show. That's a documentary. not a... No, it's not. What I'm saying is... These, you know, Ava, who Your Honor, Honor, I rest my, my case. Let me just... Let me just <laughs> get across here what I mean. Most of the world... I mean, you just look at the United States of America... Look at all the homeless people. It's getting out of control. Take a look at most of the world. So people just live in nothing. I mean, it's horrific. For most people who live in the world, they just live in nothing. And to watch these soulless (laughs) a-holes parade around each other and peacock around each other, I just... It's, it is offensive. I guess that's what I'm saying is my wife says it's a guilty pleasure. I'm watching it and thinking, this is just absolutely offensive that you would act like this knowing how many people on the planet are lucky to get to tomorrow. And you're just prancing around on trust fund money. You're useless. And how many this, hours did you watch it for? I didn't. Listen, don't try to bust me. I'm telling you the truth here. I wouldn't watch this thing for a minute. I love my wife, and I was having a conversation <laughs> with her, and she was watching this thing. But I am telling you, this is people. I'm worried about people because most people don't know that they should be offended. It's like um, these NFL players. Uh, I love this this wide receiver, uh, Justin Jefferson, right for the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings. Fantastic. 
you know, he wears the diamonds in his mouth. Everything's like <laughs> that is offensive. You you are flaunting yourself in, on a on a world stage where there are children being bombed, children dying under under rubble. Why don't people understand that they should be offended by these people who act like this? And and it, the, like the the people in Southern Charm. Ebenezer Scrooge didn't do anything nearly as offensive in that fictional town. Like, everything they're doing is they're just flaunting. Oh, I've never... They should call that show Southern Waste of Space. That's exactly <laughs> what these people are. A complete... And how is it that people can be entertained by that? I, I just don't understand. Let's do this right here. I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now they'll all get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. And Joan, Shingang, Shingang's password. Shanga, Koala. If you in a lab put atrazine in in a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and forcibly feminize every frog in there. And Trail mix. Oh, it's camp- your ears. Like it trails off. Campaign trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> it just trails off. We just yeah. don't. We stop listening. <laughs> how many? By the way, RFKJR. Uh, how many new voters do you think you got because you finally addressed the frog situation? <laughs> well, I got a bunch of <laughs> Alex Jones listeners. George Clark. <laughs> George Clark. <laughs> Very interested in the feminization of our frogs. <laughs> Tim Andrews <laughs> might vote for me. I, I'm a one-issue voter. The feminization of frogs must stop. And then you can get to the economy and the wars and everything Turn else. Kermit into Carmen. Congratulations, birds. <laughs> frogs. Congratulations, frogs. Congratulations. How's your campaign going, RFKJ? What are you? Are you an independent candidate now? What are you? I'm running as a third-party candidate, and it would be nice if the Biden administration's Department of Justice would give me Secret Service coverage because I'm a serious contender. By the way, that is offense. That that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, if people this guy, are showing up with guns. Yeah, I events. mean, first of all, the last name is enough. The last name is enough. Get that high point. You're, yeah. you're running for president, um, and you know he should get Secret Service. That's the shows you that there's there's nobody nice left in this country. <laughs> everything everything is somebody's trying to get something, and if they have to, is can you imagine playing around with something like that? Oh, don't give him Secret Service when it's quite obvious that anybody named Kennedy running for president needs Secret Service just because there's enough nuts out there. They're just like, hey, I'll be the next one. I mean, it doesn't even have to be political. But uh, they're doing everything they can to, you know, he's like up to like 20%. Yeah, it's higher. not for sure. It's, I mean, I don't know how people are actually going to vote. All I know is I'm not. <laughs> I'm not voting. I No candidate out there tickles my fancy. All right, before we go to traffic, let's see if we can get something in here. Well, a new NBC News poll that came out yesterday has found that Donald Trump has taken a lead with younger voters, 18 to 34 years old. I got he has, him. He has jumped 40. He has 46% support, and Biden has 42%. Because people support. just want to break the system. It's really that simple. Turn off CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. Stop watching their panels of experts tell you this, that, or the other. People sense that there's something wrong. I don't think, I bet you, if Trump wins, I'll bet you 35 to 40% of the people who vote for him don't even like him. 
they just they just sense that there's something wrong and they just want to break it. They and and I'll tell you, as somebody who's not going to vote and I'm just talking about just sheer entertainment, the meltdown that will happen. Yeah. If he gets elected, it's almost worth it. It's almost worth it just to sit back, mix a nice cocktail, <laughs> put your feet up, and watch the meltdown in the media and elsewhere when it happens. Because, you know, we're a dying empire. So I'm in it for the entertainment these days. <laughs> uh, Doug Turnbull is staying with the track. Uh, this wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, when he wears diamonds in his mouth and everything, does he realize that he's mocking the poor? Does he realize... You're mocking the poor. It's kind of disgusting, but that's why a lot of my thoughts lately, I've, been, I've decided to write, start writing some poetry. Oh, yeah? yeah? What are you working on? Well, I've only written one line. <laughs> okay. Let me run it by you. Like, I, then I ran out of ideas. The haiku? Yeah, it's just one. It's the first line of something. Okay. But I, I just, I don't, I ran Gotta out start of ideas. Somewhere? So the first line is, um, neocons are vampires who feed off the blood of collective rage. Where do I go from there? Oh, that's a bumper sticker. Yeah, I think a, it's a long one. Like a slam poetry session? Like you go to one of those cafes? Do those exist anymore? The slam? Sure. See, no. when you guys <laughs> click your fingers, you're thinking like 50s beatniks. The, 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 um, the, the slam poetry is more like, Dad! Hey, I don't a, like you! Stand-up comedy without humor. Well, that's most stand-up like comedy. Chick, it's, it's, like, um, it's like a chick that's like a... You saw me in my best, and you saw me at my worst. <laughs> I was down on my knees and up in the clouds. You had me strang up on the line. I'm crying. You know, stuff like that. Oh, I'm crying. Honey, can we, can we get out of here? I put my shoes on oh. one at a time. Your personal story is so interesting to me, even though I don't know you at all. And I said, Dad. <laughs> and he said, the son? All right. Uh, and I said, Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Period. Question mark. <laughs> All right. We ought to work together. We're a good po- poetry team. Yeah. yeah work they on that say. slam. Slam together. Mm-hmm. I'm a the married man. The Red Bull I consume cannot give me the energy to fight back with you. <laughs> with you. All right. Uh, you got one more. Uh, Shoot. All right. You know what? It, we're, we're just throwing it out there. Hey, we're spitballing here, right? It's, uh, it's a workshop. It's a workshop. There's no wrong way. There's no wrong way to do poetry. That's why it all sucks. No wrong way to slam. There's no rules. <laughs> all right. All right. So there's always a weekend where somebody is slamming. No, I wanted to hear your poetry. I thought it was a good. good roses are red. Oh, let's go, are blue. Oh, you know what? I, I need like, a workshop. Oh, things are pretty good. Do you, have, oh. you have any skills in the in the poetry? Not really, I've uh, never been great at poetry. All right, then no give me another. Rapper. Give me another stupid political Wait, story. Wait, no one's ever. I wrote poetry in college, and that stuff is buried. Oh yeah, I have oh, it. Still, I wrote but it poetry. Too. Lots of poetry. It is in dumps mm-hmm. uh, all over this country. Probably at this point, I still point. have mine, and it's so embarrassing, embarrassing. Yeah. And horrible. See, yeah, rap is considered horrible. poetry, right? So if you throw throw me a beat, I'm usually pretty good with that and mixing and matching the words and everything. But in terms of throw writing, a beat. My, there you go. There's your beat. Do this on the on an FCC uh, compliant radio oh, station. You have to, oh, you have to work blue. Is that it? Absolutely. So, so, I, so I hate apples. <laughs> but I don't hate the tree because the fruit is there for you and for me. But yeah. Do we have time for one more campaign trail mix story? Yes, on the Sunday sorry, shows. Yeah. You rep- should be sorry. You're not. Yes. You know what? I forgive you. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> on the Sunday shows. Say I apologize. Don't say I'm sorry. That means when you say I'm sorry, you're I'm saying a I'm a sorry, sorry piece of crap. worthless person. Just say I apologize. Now say it with a thumb in I your just- mouth. <laughs>
You're not on the internet, <laughs> oh, Tim. Sorry. We're on the radio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess we don't have I'm any time. Sorry, for... Daddy. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Take listen. that clothespin off of you. <laughs> when we come back, how about <laughs> when we come back? How about we do some more trail mix? You Ooh. want to do some more trail mix? I'd love Is to. there other more political stories out there to be done? There certainly are. Hey, Doug Turnbull is flying in the. Is he flying in the sky? Because it's cloudy out. He should he be. Doug Turnbull flying in the sky in the copter. Oh, I can't think of anything. Uh, Doug's staying with the travel advisor. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins. Right now. Uh, before we do more campaign trail mix stories, we uh, we have some open mics, and I just want to get to one, and I want to warn people. <laughs> number I... one, this is not a sports show, and number two, this is not a sex show. Yeah. But if you're a parent, you have children. It's not me. It's the open micer, but the the M word for uh, you know going to town on yourself. Is in this open mic, and I just want to let people know. Let's wait like three seconds. How long? How much silence equals losing the license? I, I can't remember. You're supposed to keep on talking on on radio, but we can stop for like three seconds. Yeah. Uh, Autumn, would you like to count us down? Three, two, one, and three, two, one. Eric von Hessler and Jared Yamamoto. Wait, stop. As on. Are you Jared Yamamoto? Yeah, it may have been a little bit. I like that. I like the little tongue twisting of Yamamoto. Eric Von Hessler and Jared Yamamoto. As I'm sitting here thinking about the Bills and Josh Allen's breakup with his girlfriend, do you think he might be masturbating more? And his shoulder Ew. might be, you know, in use a little bit oh. more than it used to be. I'm just saying. First of all, you're not just saying, you're asking. That was, that bothers me when people end with a question mark and then say, I'm just saying. No, you're no, asking. He's, he's just saying. <laughs> Thanks, OJ. Thanks, OJ. Yeah, you got it. Uh, secondly, I think he's, uh, you, he's he's with some Hollywood actors or something now, isn't he? And he's like uh, Haley when, Steinfeld. Let me tell you something. When you when you make forty two million dollars a year, you're only alone if you want to be. When you're, I don't. You could be the uh, least attractive person on the planet, and if you make forty two million dollars a year, you're only alone if you want to be. Case in point, Autumn Fisher. She's a multimillionaire. She chooses to be alone, right? Uh-oh. Is that... Uh-oh. She's, she's gone all digital. What? You went all digital there for a moment. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. How old are you? She's trying to... Well, while, I love your ears. Uh, why, George, why don't you tell her to uh, maybe reset her, her stuff there? It's not working. That's okay. All you have more right. uh, campaign trail mix stories for I us? sure do. I was getting to this. This was on the Sunday shows here. George Clarkson is this audio the here. The Sunday shows? You mean like meet the press, face yeah, the nation, yeah. this week with whoever the hell will take the job for it? <laughs> George Stephanopoulos? Is he still doing it? I it's, don't know. Is it it's, Michael Strahan now, this week with Michael Strahan? So what's well going be. on with politics? <laughs> 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 
there was a there was a, a rather colorful comment. Although this happens all the time with Trump, in particular, because people want to get rid of blind, him. By the way, so I don't understand. I take people by their personalities. I don't know about you. <laughs> you know what? I just want to let people know you're that a better I'm, person. You're better than all of us. I Eric. think it's important that most of the people listening know that I am a better person <laughs> than you are. But that doesn't mean you can't hang around and learn something. Well, Representative Dan Goldman of New York. Dan Goldman is, by the way, trust fund brat. Trust fund, like his dad or his grandfather. Somebody started Levi Strauss, yeah, yeah, he's and he's, he's the richest dude in Congress. And boy, the Democrats who love to champion the poor. Apparently, in the primary, like he bought himself into office, and in the primary against him, like was a genuine leftist. And they'd be like, "No, we need ri- we need billionaires to look out for the poor." That's the Democrat Party way. Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was on one of the Sunday shows and he said this about Trump. Um, It is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Oh, calling for oh. the assassination of a major public figure. That's uh, interesting. As of one hour ago, he has now come out and said that he mistakenly used the word eliminated in because, that statement. Not because he thought about it. Like, sometimes I'll say something on the show, and it'll just, you know, we're improvising the whole time. We don't have a script. And, you know, I'll be driving home, and something will pop to me. I'll go, oh, that was... Uh, that was unnecessary, or that was yeah. over the top. And I'll start to feel bad about it, and, and you know me, I'll come back the next day and immediately... Well, like, it haunts you. You, always it, come, it you, does. you leave the show, me. you're like, driving home, and you're like... Already, ah. I feel like I was mean to Desmond Ritter. I'll probably come back tomorrow and go, hey, man, best Joe of Falcons. luck. You know? He might but, even be listening. But Right, but the uh, this, sure. this kind of stuff from these sorts of politicians... This isn't about him walking away going, hey, maybe that was, maybe that was the wrong choice of words. That was... Uh, uh, you know, people coming to him and saying, this is not good for our argument against Trump, because the whole thing was about him using the word vermin, right? That's correct. So but you go back to him, and they're making such a huge deal out of, uh, out of this word. And, uh, and then he uses the word, he needs to be eliminated. Which uh, is far when, worse. Far worse. And the, this guy is buying, he just buys, he bought himself into power, and then he ran the first impeachment right. I think he was part of that. And and uh, Democrats love him because he's got nothing to lose. He can just buy all of this stuff. And so people came and said, oh, that's not good for your career. That's why he's come back and said, oh, I'm sorry. I overstepped the bounds there. I, You know, he's just as loose with his tongue as Trump is, is what he proved. Yeah. So, and if you, if you look at it, you go, well, if you, if you know that you didn't mean that word the way that it was taken... Doesn't that prove the point that it's possible that anybody can say things and use words and not meant to be taken that way? What was the thing that you were telling me about somebody, one of your uh, lefty friends, Tim Andrews, was there's some sort of conspiracy idea about the Republicans and yes, what they're going to do? It's called Project 25, and uh, it's, it's about how corporations and the GOP are plotting to make a completely fascist takeover next year when they win the president. See, this is an interesting thing. <laughs> Almost, it, it occurs to me, and I haven't, I haven't gone around and asked everybody, but I don't think people, most people know what fascist means. I think to most people, and that's why Trump ends up in this situation, I think most people believe fascist means strongman, dictator. That's not what fascist means. That's why we have words like strongman and, and dictator. dictator, because that's what that 
That's what that is. Fascism is what we're living, what I call under soft fascism. Fascism is when the government, the media, and, and corporations are all singing from the, same pay, um, from the same hymnal. And if you disagree with that, then all of the forces from government, media, and corporations come down on you. Now, I call it soft fascism in this country because in this country they can only cancel you or humiliate you. In really fascist countries, they throw you in prison for saying the wrong thing, or they chop your head off for saying the wrong thing. So it would be, I cannot take anyone in this country seriously when they use the term fascist, because I really believe that people don't know what the hell that means. And uh, so you may, whoever sent that to you, say, hey, this is what fascism means, and uh, look around. Look around at some of the people who were willing to, who dissented publicly during the lockdown. That, and look at the reaction. And the, hey, do you have your papers? You want to go see a movie? You want to go see a movie? Do you have your papers? Do you have your vaccination oh, papers? I have on my phone. No, do, you have, do, you have your, uh, do you have your vaccination? Cuban? Phone's dead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can't see the movie. Well, I don't believe in vaccinations. Ah! Witch! Burn her! <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, it's a weird thing where people think they know what fascism means. The whole pandemic, the government, the media, and corporations all on one side, anybody who dissented is an outcast, canceled. Uh, take that person, Neil Young, I don't want to be on Spotify with Joe Rogan. Well, he's getting 14 million downloads a week, and uh, people have forgotten who you are. So guess who's going to win that one? And how about all the guys in the military now who they're asking to come back of course. They were let go because they wouldn't get it. Of course. It's mandatory and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not even talking about, I don't care how you feel about the issue. I'm not even getting into what's right or what's wrong. I'm just pointing out that fascism is when if you dissent against what government, media, and corporations are all saying, you lose your livelihood. That's soft fascism. That's what we've been living under lately. And uh, you lose your head. That's that's hard. So I call hard fascism. We're not quite there yet. Uh, Doug Turnbull to put to finish that off. What you're saying with this Dan Goldman, his eliminated, you know, saying Trump needs to be eliminated. That'll be a one day story. Absolutely. Trump saying vermin. That's a that's a two three week story. They were talking about it on Thursday it's last week. It's so very important. You are such an alcoholic. That part of it's nice, though. You know, get back under the old tree and everything. Yeah. So you're going to get together with Buddy. So you're going to go back home. For, for Jared, back home is Fayette, Fayetteville. Fayetteville. So, That's right. Uh, and you're, so you're going to get back with your high school buddies and stuff, right? Yeah, I got a couple buddies like that want to hang out on Wednesday night. And, and you, uh, when you get together, it's like, like people don't realize <laughs> how mundane all of our lives are. It's like, it's like, hey, remember that? And we used to go down there and we used to do that. Hey, remember the old tree? <laughs> Everybody's got an old tree. It's not that. I had an old tree. You have an old tree? <laughs> remember the I old did. tree? Yeah, it was the, it was the tree. Yeah, everybody's got a tree. Hey, yeah. remember? Hey, remember we used to hang out on those steps all the time. We used yeah. to. Have, we used <laughs> to. Have, that was cool, man. We, we used to have field parties down in Brooks, hey, Georgia. Had a great time. Hey, remember down the there. old field? <laughs> remember that time where we thought, but it turned out it wasn't. Yeah, remember that? Remember yeah. the house where we kept that guy locked up for a couple of months? Now that <laughs> would be interesting. It is crazy though. When you go back, the last couple of years, it reminded me of going in between. Yeah. 
like third and fourth period in high school, yeah. like going back to these particular bars in Fayetteville, I'm like, goodness gracious, you guys are still here. Mm-hmm. Or some people would yeah. be coming back to, and the catch ups were good. Think about now. Um, you remember the hallways. Imagine being in school now. Kids aren't doing that between classes. No, they're looking at their phones. They're looking at their phones. Like I'll bet you, if you go to high school hallways now, they're 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 quieter than you can imagine. As everybody just try, tries to scroll, looking, down, and looking down. Like, remember what it used to be like going back? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. raising hell. It remember was the old tree oh, yeah. in the middle of the school. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was scandalous if yeah. you uh, were walking down the hallway with another girl besides your girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. You were walking down there, now, with Stephanie. Now what your girlfriend wouldn't even notice because she'd have her head down into the yeah. screen just down. like everybody else. Yeah, we're becoming right. zombies. We might as well just go ahead and blow up the earth now. It's over. <laughs> it is not possible. I tell you right now, it is not possible. I mean, I am not a scientist, social, or physics, but I will tell you something that I know. It is not possible that a generation that spends all of their time staring at a screen will give birth to a smarter generation after them. Bigger screen. A bigger screen, yes. But uh, we're going the other way now. We've peaked. As human beings, we've peaked. And we're going the other way. And we've peaked. Do we love peaking? We love peaking. There are some schools now, high schools in the country, that are doing this as a test. They're making the kids turn off their phones. They're not allowed to carry them with them. And they're yeah. not allowed to use them in class. And, you know, of course, there's all the whining and bitching about it. You should have it. to put it in your locker. Right. But, it's, but after doing it for a certain amount of time, the grades have gone up and people are paying attention. Well, of course, and you, you might learn something about the person sitting next to you. He's gross. Well, over here, this guy's got uh, pills. Oh, well, you wouldn't hey. have known that. No. You would have, well, you would have found him online, I guess. I mean, people don't social. It really is. We've peaked. We're a dying empire. Congratulations, Bert. So, congratulations. Bert. I'm just saying that. Is coming look at, look at you. You sound like a robot. I mean, the whole thing is going to pop. You again? Yeah. Doug Turnbull is still... Uh, I'm beginning to believe he's obsessed. Doug Turnbull <laughs> is still watching. What's the headline to the trail mix story we didn't get to? A U.S. news poll finds that 40% of Americans would consider a third-party candidate. Yeah, well, I've considered heroin many times. I've never actually done it. I have. <laughs> it's true. These uh, doctrinaires of mine are not merely parasites to this host. They have their own WSB shows and podcasts as well. Feel free to check out the latest Popcast with Tim Andrews. That's Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. And The Nightcap with Jared Yamamoto, Saturday from 11 to midnight. Also grab new episodes of the podcast Radio Labyrinth, One Topic, and The Power Pod at all the places where you get your other podcasts. I saw two movies this weekend. Films, if you will. Barbie? No, movies. Oh, okay. Uh... Not novelties, not uh, amusement park rides, uh, not a lesson, not a social science lesson, social studies lesson. No, I saw uh, saw the new David Fincher movie on Netflix called The Killer. I heard that's good. Very, very interesting. It's not quite the Fight Club, but uh, and you know, rather violent for my taste, but worth seeing. Good, good movie. I, I like movies that just kind of start like a fuse. And it, it, that's how this one is. It just starts, and it just kind of goes until it's over. I enjoy that uh, kind of film, so I recommend that one. And I also saw Asteroid City. Was that 
I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. But the same director as Wes jo- Anderson, Jojo Rabbit. No, 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 no. No, the same guy. The director who directed Jojo Rabbit, one of the best movies of the last five years, is the same guy who directed the Thor movie. So uh, there's no rhyme or reason. There's fatigue with that guy. Too. His new one is the the soccer one, where the 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 down and out soccer team in South America somewhere or something. Next goal wins. And I was like, after Jojo Rabbit, which I loved. I mean, I don't care about the Thor stuff. Go make your money. I'm not watching that crap. But. uh I would be interested in after Jojo Rabbit his next movie, and it just looks maybe it's good. I don't know, but it just doesn't. It just looks. Uh. I just read an article. Taiki Watiti fatigue is set in. Well, people are tired of it, tired of his personality and the snarky. But everything that's great about him is him playing Hitler in Jojo yeah. Rabbit. I mean, that's he's never going to do. I think he. I mean, that's from a book, but I think he wrote it. He directed it. He's in it. It's great. It's. I think it's a nearly perfect movie, but Asteroid City. I just laughed my ass off. I just loved it. And it's great to see Tom Hanks in a role where he doesn't act he doesn't have to act all Tom Hanksy. He's just like another member of an ensemble cast. And if and also if you're getting a little tired of the Wes Anderson style, he kind of switches it up here. It's still he's still got all the set pieces and all that, but it's pretty brilliant and it's not um you know how his movies lately have been very like books. Almost yeah, like laid like out like yeah. This is more. He's gone into the world of plays and screenplays and kind of had it that way. But I just thought it was. I laughed my ass off. I enjoyed it. Woke up people in my home. I didn't care. Watched it alone. <laughs> he <would> enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a. I, I mean, it runs out of a little bit of steam toward the end, but the 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 first half is just. I just thought it was amazing. Was that you though, or was that the movie itself? What do you mean? Because you know, sometimes when you're watching a movie, right, you kind of uh, you think I run out of steam. Hey, maybe got a little tired. It's not sex. Well, you know, sometimes at uh, 59, yes, toward the <laughs> in the la- I can the latter 30 time, seconds of I that can, two minutes. That's is right. Tough. That's uh, the first minute and a half. You'd think, oh my yeah. god, this guy must be 37 years old. I can lose steam in the well, end, but not of it, as they say. As they say, right, but not for Congratulations, birds. <laughs> Congratulations, birds. All right, do we have a sounder for this next thing? Because we do. But it's really it's, simple. We don't really need it. Like, I could say, it's time for open mics. No, 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 Actually, no, no. In George's defense no, here. No, I don't want to hear about free George's. Free audio can be open mics. Your open mics from the WSB now Radio app. Sorry, sir. We can play everything now. Everybody is fired. But until yeah, then... Yeah, woke WSBs. Here we go. WSBs. You know, it reminds me is uh, watching Georgia just... Uh, just... Pulverize, pulverized t- Tennessee. They played with them like a cat plays with a burr. Uh, I was there in Rocky Top, and I felt really bad for those Tennessee fans. Why? Just because. They've they been so, win. They've been so win. bad. Okay, but Georgia's, you know... Georgia's just on top of the world, man. That Carson just, it's Beck, so, so impressive. Carson Beck is great. And I don't mean to say, I don't think he's a stoner, but sometimes, man, he looks like a stoner. Especially with his helmet on. Say, hey, Carson, man, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know why I like Kirby so much? Because he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> he just has that look, especially with his helmet on. He looks like your, your best stoner friend. The way Carson Beck's playing to you right now, I mean, he might be like a late first rounder, early second rounder. I could see him in that area there. Might be. Might be. Which, Kirby, you going to get him to come back one more year? Or? We hope he comes back because we want to do a quad repeat. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of math is that? Uh, for- two plus two is 25 in our system. <laughs> 
Just keep chopping wood, Kirby. Chop that wood. You're doing a hell of a job. Thank you. All right, get to an um, open mic. Right. Hopefully without the word masturbation. This I, is a family show. Well, it's kind of uh, bodily related here. That we Italy. mentioned. We mentioned um, last week that Patrick Mahomes wears the same... Hold on a second. Is that what you say, sir? Diddling. I say diddling. Okay. Yeah, While you're... woke WSBs. There we go. It ain't woke. It's just something I do. <laughs> when you're awake. Mm-hmm. Or sleep. <laughs> we mentioned last week that Patrick Mahomes admitted that he wears the same underwear for every game that the Chiefs play. Yeah. And this open micer has a suggestion for one of the doctrinaires. I think Tim Andrews should do something similar to Pat Mahomes, which is wear the same pair of underwear for every show. Do that right up until that uh, that carathon. <laughs> and then you'll have quite the auction item for the city of Atlanta. Who says I don't? I had always assumed that you yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, don't don't assume I don't. <laughs> given, the, uh, given the battery of flies that hang out at your belt line. I have, well, there I are a lot of them. I, they have names, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're not just flies. How long do flies live? I mean, you a couple name a days, fly. but they leave little maggots there, and I make sure that they hatch. Yeah. Before they die, you they, they ask you to take care of their youngins. They take care of their children. <laughs> also, it all of them. You are selfless. I know that you do want to actually uh, scrub yourself up I'm down life. That's right. You are. You are yeah. not a killer. Yeah. Those crabs have rights. <laughs> yeah, woke WSB. He sounds like he's waking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like yawn. <laughs> yeah. Woke This is kind of a wormhole open mic, this next one here. Wormhole. Hey, EVH. Uh, besides stating that it's not a Beatles show and that it's a uh, current event show, you Here's also... Stop for a second. Need- Why does everybody who listens to this show... Sound drunk. Because they are. Okay. All right. Go hey, on. EVH. <laughs> uh, besides stating that it's not a Beatles show and that it's a uh, current event show, you also need to get to your open mics when you say you're going to get to your oh. open mics. Like, I agree with gracious. him. I agree with uh, him. Okay. You can agree all you want. You know what I'm yeah. getting tired of? I'm getting tired of this audience yeah. who thinks they have the right to tell me how to run my own show. Now listen here. This is my show. I'll run my show the way that I want to run my show. Eric Von Hessler. Don't forget to check traffic. You people are impossible. All right. I guess I'll do what I'm told. Doug Turnbull is back to 285. All right. Maybe I would like to do other things, but this audience will not get off my back. So give me some more open mics, please. Hey, Von Hessler. I've been watching Saturday Night Live for a long time, and I'm still a button for punishment and try to watch it now. I've noticed a pattern. The only thing the live audience reacts to or laughs at is anything gay <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> i it's funny the other day i was uh, <laughs> i was up at the time and it's like it's it's weird because you see that snl is on and i have absolutely nothing in me that makes me want to check it out I just assume it's lame. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's better than it's ever been. I don't know. I, I think don't this watch year it. has been better than previous years. But I just feel like is, you're not going to yeah. get away from that. That's going to be a writing room where I happen to know. And you can read the book. What's the, the there's one really good book uh, written by that TV critic about the uh, Live from New York? That yeah. real thick one. Yeah. Um, and you can see some of it there. And I've known a few people who have worked there over the years. And the chaos and insanity. That goes on behind the scenes for some of the best years of Saturday Night Live in 2023 would simply like Chris Farley would just be reported to HR by 
some other writer because of his behavior in the, you know what I mean? Well, the drugs and the sexual uh, uh, harassment. You go there. I mean, I used to have a friend who wrote there. It's like, oh, you see that, uh, see that window right there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah. He went to the bathroom on that window. Like, not one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's like the, the insanity that used to go on. Like, something like John Belushi in 2023. It's like, oh, we got to get, we have a problem with HR. We need to. So I'm, I would I would think that it's there's no way in that writer's room it's not the most politically correct, you know it's not going to be as lame as late night with Seth Meyers it's not going to be that level. Well, but it's got to be very. Meyers did have issues. Yes, he did. Did he have some drug? I don't think he. He's like the most boring person on earth. He was overdoing it with the aspirin. Yeah, too much. He too was much. addicted. I would say popping them all day. So I would. That's my feeling. Is there's in order what I know about television writers is the the more unstable and unhinged in their lifestyle the better shows get produced and i just I don't i don't think that it, in comedy rooms these days I, with all of the uh, human resources hr uh, as far as all of entertainment goes, I mean, take a look at the second floor here uh, you know that's people solutions that's very fun. different uh, same in thing. hr uh, the there's just too much human resources, and you can't have the chaotic individuals who are living on the edge and probably won't live past 48. <laughs> They're the ones who bring you the best, like weekly comedy. And for, I don't, I don't want comedy from people who are who believe they're on the right side of history. That's what it is. If you believe you're on the right side of history, I'm not interested in your stuff. You may or may not be on the right side of history. I may or may not be on the right side of history. But if being on the right side of history is important to you, I am not interested in any of your creative output. And I think that's what you've got a lot of in those situations. But then again, I don't I don't watch, so maybe it's better than ever. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not. What I do oh, have you watched? Well, I watch clips and some are very, very funny and other ones I just keep going. Shut uh uh Keenan Thompson are putting on another good Burger movie? Yeah, good Burger too? Yeah. He's funny. He's funny. Oh, he's very funny. He's from around and he's, here. And you know what? He's also very smart. He's not like these other people. He's like, I'm staying here until, sure. you know, you guys take me out of here to Pine Box because it's a good gig. Whereas, I will be watching Good Burger too. I loved that movie when I was a kid. It's terrible watching it back now, but it was, I well, loved it. I'm just it glad his partner has some work. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, kind Kel? of took off. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm glad to see that that guy's got some, some, go back and help people out. That's what I say. That's why I, you know, I went and got Tim Andrews. I mean, his life Save was me. over. I'd say, hey, come on in. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to send him to finishing school. Uh, Doug Turnbull is, uh, boy, this mess on 280. Hour three. Final hour, by the way, for today. Of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. What in the hell was that? That was Craig. His yeah. mic was on. Von <laughs> <laughs> Pull that man's mic down until I decide it's time to hear from. I think that's really important. Greg Russ. Mm. <laughs> this is, but I, I guess it's like somebody, uh, like a singer, an opera singer, warming up backstage. Me, 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 me. He was imitating you. He was doing an impression of well, you. Well, let's just find out what the hell he was doing. Let's do this. Sports from Studio B1 with Greg Russ. By the way, this is not a sports show. Sports segment. I, I was saying begins now. I was saying it with you. Oh, it begins okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. Right now. <laughs>
So it was really an homage to your favorite yes. radio personality, Eric Von Hessler. That's, I was just saying it with you. I, it's like singing your favorite song. I was looking up. It's <laughs> funny. Like uh, this, the big story today on CNN is uh, uh, this going back and forth about whether or not there can be a gag order on Trump when he's running for president. And first of all, CNN should just start every story where they go to the reporter and the reporter is standing in front of, you know, whatever courthouse in whatever state they're taking Trump to trial on something. Every report should just start with, ah, Wolf, he's at it again. <laughs> you really should have that. that. That's the kind of feel. The person is like, mm-hmm, here we go again. Now, I am not a lawyer. Greg, you know that about me. I'm not a lawyer. I thought you were. I am not. I am not I, a lawyer. Fraud. There was a time in your life you pretended. To I be pretended one. to be. I, I always knew. I made I a few bucks. I, I think we're board certified eligible. We're all board certified eligible for oh. anything. We're all eligible. <laughs> Just depends on whether or not we could pass Take the your test. Pants down. I'm a board eligible lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I got caught. Yeah. I took it too far. I took the scam too far. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a constitutional lawyer. But this is pretty cut and dry. If you're running for president, you could say whatever the hell you want. It's that simple. Well, when he does speak, I'll tell you, it's bone chilling. That's another thing I oh. see CNN throwing up there often. Bone, bone chilling. chilling. He said the word vermin. <laughs> Why can't he be like the rest of us and just call people he doesn't like rats? That would be okay. <laughs> but to use the term vermin. He needs to be eliminated. And by the way, can somebody point out again, I've never voted for Trump, never voted for Biden, never voted for Hillary. My hands are clean and I'm never voting again. But, uh... Uh, with could somebody just sort of uh, you know, point out first of all that uh, free speech, obviously, um, uh, if you're running for president, you have free speech, right? And uh, the whole bone chilling thing. Uh, can we just cover this guy? <laughs> just, just as uh, look, I get it. You know what? I think that uh, the best thing for America and the world. Is that the next president of the United States' last name is not Biden or Trump, but that's the world we're living in. And yeah, you're not going to get that. That's not going to happen. I'm voting for Haley. Uh, Barber? Nikki. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is Haley Barber still around? I don't know. Him? I think he would probably lost. I'm right. It, it could be Harris if you know some, the election happened and then something happened to Biden. It could be Harris. But that was, oh, that she would, would be. get trounced. When is the cutoff? Like, oh, for Biden. So if, if if something happened and Biden a cardiac run, arrest would probably be the only thing that's going to get him out of the uh, no, yeah, but, but but I'm saying like, if it happened now, then you could have a primary and new people would be introduced. But if it was next October, it's too late, right? So Harris would have to step where you'd vote you, for Biden and Harris would be yeah no, yeah. Right. I don't know. No, no. At what point is it locked in? I don't know. We the never DNC right. Huh? The DNC, whenever that is, that that's when you officially so nominate summer? nominate your candidate, which that would be like June or July, right? Yeah, I don't know. We've never, you know, the country has never been this chaotically weird. So we don't really know. <laughs> we don't really know. Uh, what I do know is you can't tell a person who's running for president that they can't say things. And it doesn't matter what you think of that person. We're not going to change all the rules and all the laws surrounding one person. No matter how much you love that person or how much you hate that person. We are a nation of laws and precedents, not, they used to say, not man, 
law is not man, but now we'll say people. It's not based, the laws are not based on the personalities that are on the stage at that moment in that era. The personalities come and go. I know if you hate Trump, you think it's the worst possible thing, but there have been other personalities that have come through American politics in the 30s, the 40s, that people thought were wildly dangerous. And they were they populist. They didn't have CNN to tell us it was That's right. That's right. But you you know how many times I've heard Trump speak and I was like, I don't know what to think about this. And then CNN says, that's bone chilling. And yeah. I said, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I felt it that. is bone chilling. Bones. I mean, but it, it, how many people in this country? 330 million. We're just going to keep doing this. What's the matter? Is, is there not a Clinton available or a Bush? We just got to keep going around and around with the same last names. There's a Kennedy. Well, there is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. No, it's not true. My family does not hate me. I can't wait for that State of the Union. (laughs) Everything's good. (laughs) That would be fantastic. I want a president who doesn't take advantage of the State of the Union because it used to be that the State of the Union was uh, the president wrote a letter. He could do that. To Congress. Yep. So the the, the thing is, uh, you have to constitutionally, I guess, do this. And so the president would write a letter, and this is what the, my priorities, and blah, blah, blah. I want to do this, I want to do the other thing. The newspapers, I guess it would be released to the newspapers. When people used to read in this country, they would actually read the, the letter, and they would know what the priorities are going to be. And then when television, I mean, first radio oh, yeah. probably, and then when television came along, it was like, hey, we don't have to ever stop campaigning. We get 45 minutes of free television. Who would say no to that? RFK. Same people. Our, sane people, a president who's sane could say no to that. It's possible. I'd say no. I'd write the letters and I would barely show up on TV. I no, mean, certainly he, sometimes you have to give speeches. Sure, so he's right. Would. And what I'm going to do is let Timothy Chalamet read it in front of a joint session of Congress. <laughs> that. Then you get the young folks. That's who well, I Only like. if he's got the Wonka hat on. Do young right. people really love this guy as much as we're being told? They love, 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 love. Yeah, they do love, love him. him. Chalamet? Chalamet. Good luck, Willie. <laughs> Let's see. That Willy Wonka prequel looks pretty disastrous. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. I can't, I'm already annoyed with Hugh Grant just from the commercials. Who's Hugh Grant playing? He's playing the little he's Oompa. The it ends up being like, it's, it's a, you know, it's a prequel. So oh. it's a whole story that was never told. I don't think there's any prequel in the rolled doll stuff is there is there a book mm, not that i'm aware of i don't i don't know but so yeah it looks like hugh grant is uh he's getting backlash though for being the oompa loompa oh why because oh. little people yes yeah but it's not like they're fake first, Same of, all, Cooper. first of all they're really 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 little i mean they're they're fictional they're yeah. tiny yes and they have green hair yeah they're delicious chocolate makers but they're, yes, they're more they upset about that than the fact that they're slaves are they slaves? Yeah, they, he doesn't pay them. I don't know. I hate he he them. them I hate he saved them. Vernicious Knits oh, one of these. I hated Willy Wonka when I was a kid. I, I don't like know the, the story. And I didn't like that because uh, I told you this. I was in third grade and I thought, oh, I'm going to love this story. And then I hated musicals when I was oh. a kid. And then at one point, like they get the ticket and like Jack Alberson starts I singing. I got a golden ticket. Uh, I was looking at it going, what in the hell is this? I didn't expect this. And so I, I never about- paid attention. I just thought about that bed the grandparents were in and how it must stink. Oh, bed sores, had, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Like I saw about the bedpans. Yeah, I saw that scene and I thought it was all dank and dark and this is not when I was in third grade. This was not the kind of entertainment fair I was looking for. I would have taken the money from Augustus Gloop. Here's your Godstopper. <laughs> Give me the money. I never, 
I never liked any of those like like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I hated all that stuff when I was a kid. I didn't like that, but I liked Gene Wilder for some reason. I liked Gene Wilder and Silver Streak because I went and saw that. That was a musical. No, uh, it wasn't a musical, but there was uh, there was some sexy stuff in it. Oh yes, was, there like, was. My parents took me to it, and I was like, "Ooh, what's Ooh. this?" Were you embarrassed when it popped up? I was too young to be embarrassed. I didn't know. And your parents didn't care, so that's. We were in a dark theater. We think my parents were, uh, you know, checking me. Check him. Of course. <laughs> Check well, him. No, no, but, I mean, Make sure it's not fact, having an effect on him. You brought up the fact that if you're watching something, a, a movie, and something sexy pops up and you're with other people, you feel embarrassed All these right. days. All right. We are talking about, like, 1975. <laughs> Uh, uh, the kind of sex illusions that came up in PG movies uh, were not like they are now. Now it's embarrassing because people are having full-on sex, and you're sitting there with like, uh, you know, grandma and the chick, the grandkids. Yeah, you know, like, like this this week, like Black Friday, people are probably going to go to the movies afterward, and you're going to have that moment where you have all generations see, with going you. Going to the movies is one thing. When you're sitting on your couch, and every show on Netflix has. This heavy duty sex scene. I just, it's so It's a conversation starter, you know? Grandma it is a conversation starter. Hey, kids, leave the room. That's the beginning of the conversation. Uh, is that grandma. What it was like for you, Grandma? They have a lot more penises in movies these days. <laughs> yeah, and then that encourages the senior citizens to start talking about sex. In my and, day. Boy, that's, boy this, is, this is uncomfortable. Uh, Doug Turnbull is changing areas. Although it says here, if I read it just as, as it's spelled, He's Doug Turnbull is cha- changing areas. <laughs> He's changing areas. He's watching delays on- at Cameo.com or on the Cameo app. That's where you can get your favorite celebrities to make a personal video for you. And if those celebrities are Tim Andrews and Autumn Fisher, you can request that they do some of your favorite voices for that video. And that is available. And so how do people get to Tim Andrews on Cameo? They just go to the app or the website and put in at Tim Andrews here, H-E-R-E. And Autumn, how do they find you? Sure. Just go to Autumn and search F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Thank you, Autumn. Oh, man. They've... They've given us like a minute and a half here. What, what are we going to do? We're so lucky. I know the audience is upset. They're listening to, well, where are the commercials I tuned in for? I thought it was just nothing but commercials. What do I got to listen to this guy for? I'm going to try to hold my breath. What would you say? Now what is it? Uh, how about, how much 15? time? Greg's going to try to hold his breath. <laughs> here we go. Until we, uh, no, you're not going to make it. We still have like a minute. There's no way. Greg? Greg? Mm-hmm. Greg, it occurs to me that you're here to do sports, and so we haven't even come close. I am. So what's a okay? What's a quick sports story? Yeah, just, Jets, the Jets have benched Zach Wilson. Yeah, that for sports any other quarterback, second overall pick in the draft a few years ago. He's benched, and he's not even the backup for uh, the guy who's coming. And he's the third string quarterback next. Obviously, they played my favorite of all teams, the Bills, and then and and they did well. But listen. I don't even know. I guess that guy's been around long enough to have a body of work where you go, okay, he just doesn't belong. But, I mean, that offensive line is a, a series of turnstiles. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... the Giants. There were like nine or ten sacks in that game. Yeah. It's just it's insane how, how bad that offensive line is. So I think I'm proud of my Bills because the Jets' defense is generally considered to be a very good defense, and that's the most points they gave up, but... My, I don't know how much. It's just time for Zach. Just, just go somewhere else. Yeah, start over. Like Baker's kind of. He hasn't really had a 
total rejuvenation, but he's respected more now yeah. as a solid quarterback. Maybe this dude just needs to go on, go somewhere else. And uh, the best story of the NFL year, even though he lost last night, is Joshua Dobbs. Oh, that is absolutely. the most interesting, best story of the year. Uh, hey, we did it. That was a sports story. You want to stick around for the rest of the show, Greg? Yes, yes. All right, Doug Turnbull watching 75- Hey, Greg Rush, you still there? I am. Just wanted to make sure. It's been like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure you're still there. You've got a pulse. There are I tried up- holding my breath for the, the commercial break, but it was... Yeah, it's tough. No way. That's tough. Not even the world champion breath holder can make it to that. <laughs> Houdini wouldn't be able to pull that one off. <laughs> Who's Houdini? Oh, shut up. <laughs> a dead guy. Shut up. Hey, listen. These two, Jared Yamamoto mm-hmm. and Tim Andrews, believe... Now, there are, I don't know if you know about this, Greg, but uh, I know you fancy yourself a bit of a detective. But uh, these guys are into forensics, visual forensics, I would say. And they have come to the conclusion that after Joe Biden pardoned the turkeys, and he turned around and the, the look on his face and the way he walked away says, accidental number two. Yeah, I think he pooed himself. <laughs> Listen, I'm an expert at that. You know. Yeah. You know, because you lost your gallbladder. Yep. You misplaced it. And I know some, so? sometimes there's leakage. Well, I dropped it in a park, and I yeah. couldn't find it. And, uh, but also, now I can I see my son, and I can tell by the look on his face what's yeah. going on. I, when uh, when uh, when kids, it's funny, because they just, like, stop, yeah. and their faces become red. Yeah. It was kind of that same look that Biden made. It. <laughs> he had a long day pardoning, pardoning those turkeys, all the campaign events over the Don't weekend. Don't start and making excuses for the president. Is that what you're basing it on, though, his, his face? Yeah. Mr. President, are you pooping? No. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> By the way, I, it's my birthday today, and they can actually sign birthday to <laughs> They can actually sing birthday to gays. They can actually, oh my. <laughs> was was, was uh, Joan Sakaz of Joan Sakaz of Was Joan Sakaz I thought you might have that at your fingertips. Anyway, that's he okay. always does. That's surprising. And 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 Joan Shingang, I'm going to pass by. Shanga. Kawawa. Kawawa. <laughs> What's the other thing he did? He confused Taylor Swift with Britney oh, Spears. Oh, let's go back. Let's, you know what? Let's just play, play the greatest the hits. hits today. <laughs> could say like. even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance Tour or 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 Britney's Tour. She's down in... It's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Look. Look, folks. We had a warm. She had a Brazilian. I thought he was going to say tickets to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and I go there. We eat a turkey leg. Uh, Greg Russ went to the uh, Renaissance Fair in what? Eighth grade? Was it eighth grade? Sixth grade? Seventh grade? Eighth yeah, grade? We, I, a few times. We, For whatever yeah. reason, we were going on field trips to the Renaissance Fair. Uh, well, because it's just something to do with the kids, and it's an easy day for the... Uh, I got a jester it, hat, because I, I fancy my... Everyone wanted to be the king or the, the jouster, and I yeah. wanted to be the jester. But didn't you tell me that you were... Uh, like, all the... People stayed in character, and I guess apparently a plane went over. Yes. And what did yeah. the guy say? He said, damn dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Which, look, it stuck with me. It's yeah, a good line. It's a good line. It's a, uh, but, I mean, was the Renaissance Fair for a while in a place that you had a lot yeah, of planes it's a, it's going down, over? Uh, down it's in Fairbury. I've never been to a Renaissance Fair what? in my life. They're great. You go, no, I look, go, you the I, I look at those days and I think, I'm glad I didn't live in that era. They had the Monster House, which was uh, which was really scary, where they had beasts and everything that they had captured oh, in the medieval like age. that sounds like a blast. That the king the is full of himself. 
Would uh, you like a Coke, sir? You talk to these. You talk to these people who act at the Renaissance Fair, and the king really does get an ego quite often. Really, goes to his head. Yeah, yeah. That's the top role, right? Right. That, He's probably like you're... a low-rank Shakespearean actor, but when he gets the king. In the Renaissance Fair, he's like, off oh. with everyone's head. <laughs> they even do the king anymore? I can see these days, like, no, we can't have um, the king. It's just not correct. Yeah, they have a uh, they have a, a person. Yeah, committed top top, top person. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just the person. ruler. I I feel like even that. I like I like the idea of a committee walking around and looting <laughs> the king. You know, like, which gets us these twelve these... people make all the decisions for the king. <laughs> We're going Cromwell this year. Everybody's a Puritan. You're not allowed to look at anybody. <laughs> yeah. No touching. No touching. No you, enjoying. When you get Just there, remember you have to this, go to church. kids. No enjoyment allowed. Do not enjoy yourselves. <laughs> don't look at anybody. Don't say anything. Don't make any snide jokes. No enjoying yourself. And I love your ears. Can I have some extra grass, sir? <laughs> I like the Coca-Cola vendors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coke, yeah. <laughs> oh, your... this is ye oldie Coke. Future beverage. <laughs> <laughs> Do the other like for some reason there's air in it. <laughs> there, there have to be air. I've never been to a Renaissance fair. You gotta so go. I they have fun. Have to go. Yeah, horses pooping all over. We the have place. a magical thing that runs off spirit fire. <laughs> it's oil in which we place this meat. It fries it up. No one knows how it works. <laughs> you ever see a horse poop while it's jou- like while the joust is happening? And it's running full speed. Wow, that's no, something. that's. Funny. I've never been privy to such entertainment. No, I have not. Does it plop or does it like shoot out? It just shoots out. Guys, we're 144 days, 14 hours, six, 16 minutes, and three seconds until- from Eric not going to another Renaissance fair. <laughs> well, when did the they show do there? Is it the middle? Is it like August? The when's hot? What a terrible time! I, it's actually like a couple months. It's April 13th through June 2nd, so it's actually, actually okay, pretty. Nice. That's nice. That's good. Let's do the live show there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's go there and sweat. <laughs> sure. Eat a banana <laughs> with chocolate on it, just like yeah. they had in the old days. <laughs> what, what is the year exactly? Uh, what we're well, talking about? It's the Renaissance. So I don't know. It could be any... Wait, can, you can't be like, oh, it's any hundred <laughs> well, years. 1600, 1700. Here, I'll go through the process of buying you a ticket, Eric. Let's see. Let's see what Fifteen hundred. Yeah, 1500s, right? Right. After like the Reformation. Shakespeare's, he starts showing up at like 1590, right? And then he dies in like 1620 or something yeah. like that. So, isn't that considered like the Renaissance yeah. era? I think, you know, this is not. Get a water bottle. This is not a popular opinion. But I think we would have been better off without the Renaissance. Yeah. Hot take. I get it. In hindsight. You know, yeah, in hindsight. hindsight. Very, very long hindsight. Listen, I can't back it up, but I think it's going to get me a lot of clicks. Yeah. It's just a really good hot take. Why do they got to be painting so much? <laughs> All right. Doug is watching. Are we still having- uh, Greg, you can. By the way, if you're wondering, Autumn's. Uh, set up in Baltimore just crapped out, and that's why she hasn't been on. Her doohickey don't work. Her doohickey don't work. Yeah, woke WSB. <laughs> there we go. So, am I the only one who understands that we all should see that new Google commercial where you can fix photos on their phone to make your photos better? Yeah, during the football games. Yeah, this is... I don't well, know that when you sh- get annoyed that other people are in your photo because you're in a busy place. Not that you scoff and you remove what the, the head, the head swapping, the head swapping. So you, <laughs> you're taking a picture of four people. Three of them look good. One's got a frown. Then you go to another picture where they're smiling and you put that head on there. It's just it's, so what happened? So 
photos are no longer a record of a moment that actually happened. And like, may as well type it into AI. Here's what my want my photo to be. Here are the people I want in it. There it is. I couldn't believe that you could jump this high. Well, the photo says that this guy can jump like 15 feet in the air. Every photo deserves to be perfect, Eric. Mm -hmm. And you know that. Yeah. Welcome to the 80s, remember? Or, yeah, go back to the 80s. No photo was perfect. Of course. Well, because the fashions were so bad. Well, no, the eyes, like the yeah. red, red eyes. eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah, the red eyes. and Change history at the click of a button. Yes. I mean, has anybody, has anybody ever read? everybody? You know what? Everybody in the country. Yeah. Homework assignment. What? Stop talking about the uh, novel 1984. Stop talking about the film 1984. Oh, I have to read. Homework. Is there a read. podcast Everyone, about it? Yeah. That no. They can listen to. Not good enough. How about a page by page podcast? No. Maybe an audio book. I'll give you that. Why if you're... you do it on your show. No. You need me to read 1984. You should start reading from books. That's a Kaufman already did it. Oh. If I wanted to tank my career. on the radio. No, he didn't. No, he only tanked his career on television and everywhere else. So if I ever want to tank my career, I'll start reading like Lenny Bruce. There you go. You've already Andy wrestled Kaufman. women. Yeah, well, you know, he got that from me. I know. I was doing that when I was eight years old. <laughs> but I was, like, no one looks at this and thinks, oh, I, I've said this so often, I don't know that people hear me anymore. The future is a house of mirrors. We're not going to have any idea. When you go to AI, you're going to have two things happening in the future. We already have like Wes Moss and... It sounds, we have to say, oh, that's AI West Moss, like to let people know. But you're going to have like candidates in the future. Both things are going to happen. Somebody's going to create an AI of the candidate they're running against saying the N-word or something at a, at, at a, at a social event or something like that. And it's going to, and the guys will be like, I didn't say that. But also the reverse will happen. Somebody, somebody will be caught saying things they shouldn't say and they'll be able to say, ah, that wasn't me. That was just AI. The future is a house of mirrors. And you see this, I guess it's only on the Google phone now, but what's on there will be everywhere else soon. It's like that, you're just, not going to have any idea. That's why if you want to be alive, you got to get your nose out of your screens and start looking around at the real world. The screens are lying to you. And it's worse than that. They're lying to you for a reason, always. Everyone has a pitch, whether it's somebody who wants you to buy a product or somebody who wants you to support a war. Everybody is trying to convince you of something, and they're all lying at the same time. The only thing that you can do is get your nose out of that screen. It is getting worse and worse the more you notice it. People are looking down. We are going to evolve in a different way. Like the necks are just going to be, we're all going to look like dentists with, this, <laughs> with the neck you know, like this. Dental <clears throat> this, neck. Hump. Yeah, we're all going to have dental neck in the future. And that music says that's the end of the show. I didn't mean to. We don't have any uh, more time for commercials? I didn't, well, yeah, we're going to get to some commercials. We can even play Chris Collinsworth. Well, that wasn't that great. Oh, this is good. Well, no, well, okay, go no, ahead. I forced First, it in, in the end. It, fires it up. Jerry Judy's got it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Go ahead. Did you Jerry Judy. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to throw a pass five yards downfield after he caught it, and they went for it. He faked him out a little bit. Oh, cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 
Good time. I hate last thing. I'm, if you're listening to me, if you're in your mid 20s, stop. Stop looking at your phone all the time. You're going to end up being a, an empty human being. I look yeah, around. I got to get that average up. My average uh, daily use look. is only eight hours, eight and a half hours. <laughs> I got to get to nine. The real world is where the real world is. The screen is full of people lying to you to get you to buy into or buy something. One of the most overlooked forms of investment is the scratch-off ticket. See, that's not really Wes Moss. That's AI. The future is a house of mirrors. I'm trying to help you out. But that music's telling me two things. Shut the hell up and get the hell out. And you know me. I always comply. We have one more show this week, new show, because it's the Thanksgiving holiday. That's tomorrow, 4 p.m. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. I do not piss off the genie. Congratulations, birds. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.